Hi, this is Pretty Gamecast. I'm Matt Fister. And I'm Mark. This is our first episode here, so we'll give you a little overview of what we're doing. We're going to be looking at um, popular, or not popular, releases of new indie games. Niche, and, niche games. And other games too, probably. Um, we're going to try to do this weekly and uh, go and depth a little bit about their game mechanics and what works and uh looking at indie games from a game developer point of view yeah and maybe what maybe we'll talk about uh down the road game development topics uh talk about different uh mechanics individually but i guess for now we'll just we're gonna look at it from uh we're gonna analyze them from a game specifically right so this week we're doing Rogue Survivor, um, which I did game. not hear about till you mentioned it. It's in alpha right now. It's written by a guy. Look, I did my research, but I can't pronounce this. Probably Jacques Rui. I think he's French. I'm going to pretend he's French. He's not. French. Uh, who goes by? He speaks French. Rogue D Jack. Rogue Rogue, D- Rogue Jack. Jack. Right. Yeah, with a D in it. Oh, Rogue Jack. And so, if you go to the post, um, wherever this ends up posted, you'll probably on kindofprettyallright.com, you'll find a link to where you can download it. Which is and roguesurvivor.blogspot.com. Wow. Yeah. Yes. So, check that out, and because uh, that's what we're going to be talking about. So, what, what kind of uh, game is this? Uh, you, you showed it to me uh, last weekend. Uh, what do, what do yeah, you do? Yeah, so... Rogue Survivor is a roguelike based in a zombie apocalypse world. So you start the game, you wake up, you're either in a house or a subway or somewhere. PlayStation. Uh, Havoc is breaking out. There are zombies everywhere. You uh, Sometimes there are zombies like near you. Sometimes they're far away. Sometimes there are weapons near you. Sometimes there's nothing. Uh, so you yeah. basically need to scrounge for food and survive the apocalypse. There's no real goal, although there are some goals, although I'm too bad to achieve them. <laughs> so it, I don't know how much that matters. <laughs> yeah, the main goal is to stay al- alive as long as possible. That's That seems to be the main stated goal of the game. And there are some side goals, uh, which I guess would be spoilers if we mentioned them. Yeah, we can we can venture into spoiler territory, but let's save it, I guess. We'll put a spo- we'll have a spoiler tag down the road. Yeah. But uh so the the main emphasis, so it's is is a a real roguelike, so the levels are randomly generated. Um one thing I really like is it's fully simulated, meaning the apocalypse starts with some initial conditions. You have, you know, humans, mainly humans. A few zombies, and as people get killed by the zombies, they get turned into zombies. And also other events happen, so maybe uh, more survivors uh, decide to visit the city, refugees. Yeah, there's a day-night cycle, so zombies will come in, new zombies will enter uh, the district. I guess it's important to note that the world's divided into discrete districts that you can the player can leave and go to adjacent districts, which are like shopping districts or parks or residential or mixed. And but the zombies can't go between districts. They're 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 closed worlds except for you. Right. So the time mechanic's really interesting and something I thought was cool because it really does make you wanna 
scrounge in the day. Day's a lot safer than night. You can see farther. Um, they, there's night, a lot of lighting. That's important. Yeah, the lighting effects are really important. Is that a classic all, roguelike element? Uh, it tends to be. It's not a necessary one. People, but it's not uncommon. No, it's it's common. I would say. Okay, like generally in roguelikes, you can only see the tiles that your character could see hypothetically, right? You're not going to see past a wall, for example. Right. Right. And nor is it. Yeah, it's not God's eye view, really. Right, it's your right. character's view, but from a top-down perspective. Right. Um, and some games even go farther than that, um, especially stealth ones, where they show you only where your character is facing. Oh. But that, that's even more... That's rare. That's interesting. Uh, I'd think of some examples, but I'd probably get them wrong, so... Um, I want to ask you, is this like... Is is this in? I don't play a lot of roguelikes. I really haven't played many, apart from maybe a couple you showed me. Is... In most roguelikes, you go down, like, a dungeon that has right. different levels. But this one, there's no dungeon or anything. The, the Nothing really changes except for the, the, the people in it. So, is that, a, is that a major component of a roguelike? Like, the traveling of the dungeons, or...? Uh, it's usually not. The random generation is usually cited more importantly oh, okay. than the actual... Descent. I mean, there are a lot of roguelikes with multiple dungeons. Uh, Tome, Tales of Middle Earth, which we might talk about in the future, is one. Um, and the classic is uh, Adam, Ancient Domains of Mystery, with multiple zones. But th- those do have dungeons. I'm trying to think of some that don't have dungeons, and I'm not sure. Now, in, in those roguelikes, those. when you get to the bottom, do you win? No, it's usually multiple dungeons, so you'll go out and go to the next one. And so there's some element of strategic importance to the order in which you tackle the zones. So it it combines some some randomization and some not. Uh, And that's something this does, too. Uh, We'll get more into that in the spoiler section. (laughs) Um, so other important game event uh, game elements, along with the day-night cycle, there's also weather effects, so may, you may have a rainy day. Um, Which is important because zombies, there's a hidden element from the player you can't notice, but you leave a scent trail, I guess, that zombies can notice and follow you. Did you play around with that at all? I didn't use, I have never used the, there's some kind of can of like Right, yeah, there's, there's like a deodorant spray. spray. Uh, I use that sometimes. When I see it and I have space, you also have a limited inventory. I, I imagine that's a common roguelike element. Yeah, um, and it's. I feel like it's extremely limited in this. It it is very limited, and I'm I, in rough shape usually. It's it seems real, not you know. I mean, you're you can still hold like seven shotguns if you want, but it's. I guess I'd say it's fairly realistic what you could expect from you know a zombie yeah, apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, right. So. If you're yeah. carrying seven shotguns, you're probably not going to be able to hold some food. Um, right. Which is another element. Uh, food is scarce. Yeah. Usually. Oh, yeah. And it rots. So there's this element of um, building forts and stockpiles, which is good zombie stuff. So um, I guess what we, maybe we should go is we should talk about, like, how you can die. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Like, you have your, you have your like, personal stats that include... They're, like, food... Sleep, um, stamina, stamina, health, uh, 
and um, let me just boot uh, a game up quickly. All the normal ones, uh, strengths, things like yeah, agility, it's just those defense. four. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and then there's your uh, stats like that. But you have like HP, stamina, and when you run or try and build things or fight, you lose stamina. Um, and stamina regenerates pretty quickly, about ten turns. Mm-hmm. Um, sleep, you need to sleep uh, like once a day. Right, at your basic and it, level. And it, it helps if you sleep in a couch or or, I haven't, or a bed. I, I, I read that there exist couches, but I couldn't figure out what they looked like. You know, that may be a typo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so there's a hint system that's new to it. Um, that's actually a really good in-game hint. It was useful for me as someone who didn't play. know what I was doing. It, yeah, it's, I like it. I like that a lot. When it's something really new feature. happens on screen, there's a little pop-up that says press this button to reveal, you know, hint help, a help or whatever. And it I says, think a lot of roguelikes would uh, benefit from that. <laughs> it's like, there's a zombie, you should run away. That one I understand, but it's like, if you but sleep in a bed... it also tells you to push the R button to run. Yes, I would not have known to do that. Yeah. I would have been very intimidated. I think that's a general thing for me, for who doesn't play a lot of them, it's just intimidating controls. Because all under just the key set up and there's right. like a hundred different things you can do. And right, it's it's good once you know them all, but until then it's not You so have to good. take it one piece at a time. That's kinda how I took this game. Like I didn't I didn't yeah. start pushing things. You can push obstacles in the way and I didn't start using the push command until like three games in. Right. So, but um yeah, you need food. Like food is the I'd say food is one of the most critical parts of the it, game. It's important, and that's I think that's more of an advanced strategy is building stockpiles and fu- putting all the food you find in there. Although since it rots, I guess there's canned food now, which doesn't rot. Mm-hmm. Maybe no, it doesn't. Canned food, canned food doesn't rot. That's a new new element. Oh, is it okay? Have, there's um, also army rations. Those are an old element, but I haven't. Got it. Those, those, I got them like once and died okay. right away. They rot too. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think they would, but they did. I didn't notice that. I was a little uh, caught off guard. <laughs> uh, when they rot, they they go from spoiled where they get reduced uh, health, uh, food, uh, nutrition, to spoiled where I guess they can actively hurt you. I haven't really. I think it's just less food. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not sure. I read that it can make you vomit. Oh. Never mind. Which, uh, I don't know what that would do. Maybe that would deplete your food stores. <laughs> your food stores. That's, that's usually the effect in roguelikes. The vomit, vomit is a roguelike, uh... There's a good one. Ah, uh, you should play this one. I love to think of the name. Ah, uh, it's super violent. <laughs> and gross. Super violent roguelike. And yeah. keep in mind, if, if you've never played a roguelike, these are a tile-based game. Yeah, and that's important. Tur- turn-based tile. Yeah. Like I you can you end. can start you can be running for your life and stop, pause, go to the bathroom, have dinner, come back the next day. Not worry, you know, it's very good for, you know, you know it's it can be a very frightening situation, but then it's easy to take a break from. Ivan is the super violent roguelike. It's uh about half developed and it's really gross, but awesome. I guess that's another common element of roguelikes. They're often indie and often half-developed. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I was, see. I was, I was wondering in the opening, uh, since you know roguelikes, how important... It seems luck is very important in this game. 
when you start, like, can the initial condition of where you wake well, up the, and what you find can drastically impact your survival. So, usually it's more character-related. In this, it's more location-related, but in this, your character is always the same. I mean, you have full control mm-hmm. over your character, right. I think. Um, in this, though, I'm not sure if this is true or I just read it somewhere and I think it's true, but I think the safety of your starting location is related to what items are around you. Oh. I'm not sure if that's true, but I think mm. that's the case. I and it's been seemed true in my experience. So if there's a lot of good stuff around you, you're probably going to wake up next to a zombie? Right. That would make sense. I'm not sure, though. Uh, so, yeah. There's also luck, because um, you can gain... I guess you'd call them skills. It calls them skills, like better firearm power... Uh, martial arts where your unarmed attack is stronger. You can go without food longer. You can go without sleep longer. You can regenerate more Or sleep more lighter, or sleep which, lighter. Is, yeah. which I like a lot because it sucks when you wake up and there's a zombie eating you. I usually don't fall asleep in the middle of the road, Matt. <laughs> I have issues. <laughs> Why don't we do it in the road? <laughs> um, but uh, the thing is when each day you leveling up is like each day, each morning. If you survive till morning, you can gain a new skill. But right. it seems it seems pretty random what skill... You're given a choice of three skills, and that seems pretty random, what you get. Yeah, I think that's random. So... The, uh... Oh, here's something. One, one of the skills is the ability to gain followers. Did you try that one at all? I did, leadership. Um, I tried it a little bit, and I never really... It didn't seem 100% worth it to me. Because I couldn't... That seemed a more advanced skill. At yeah, the it time. seemed too advanced for me. I figured I didn't want to be ordering around some people. But I guess you can tell your people now to build stuff for you. Yeah, you can, you can micromanage more or less. You can more or less tell them to do anything that you could do. Yeah, so part of the fort building, you can push stuff around and barricade doors, which is really useful in shops. That's a key, that's a key element, shops. yeah. You, get, you walk you, into a shop and then block the doors. You're right. You can also build barricades out of wood. Yeah, and forts. That's barricade a... up a window and also make barricades now. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's a. You can build small forts, which are kind of like cars, where it takes stamina to walk over, and zombies can't walk over them. They have to destroy them first. Uh-huh. And large forts, which you can't pass through, but it takes more health for the zombies. Um, and you can tell the other guys to make it. I, th- I think car- that's from the skill carpentry, which seems right. a critical skill. Uh, depending, I guess it all depends on your survival depending strategy. Depending play. Yeah. I, I find I, I do better now if I just put my points into uh, stamina and sleep and food evasion and just run. Right. Just, uh, just run to food. usually ends badly. <laughs> Which is enjoyable. I don't like the endings where I'm trapped in a base and guys are, like, breaking down the walls. It's very depressing. I like to be able to get away, but it ends up with me sleeping in a sewer, (laughs) which is not a good place to sleep. What I think is interesting is the beginning of the game, food is relatively scarce, because you're fighting to find canned food from other survivors. That's another important aspect. The other survivors are fighting for for the items you would pick up, so... If you see a can of food across the street, but someone else is next to it, you might not get it. And maybe right. if you wait too long, all the food in that district will be gone. 
you can trade with them, but there's no guarantee that they'll offer it for what you have. Right. So, uh, well, another thing that's cool, I like, um, like if you've run into a squad of like policemen, mm-hmm. just following them. Yeah. That's, and that's... having them shoot the zombies for you, since there's no goal to no experience for killing. Uh, the only experience is from just surviving. It really frees you up to uh, try out some different strategies that are I interesting. Guess, I guess in, you could sort of, in that sense, play like the uh, priest, so to speak. And, and uh, maybe you, instead of, you know, you can ha- let them get the guns and you could stock up on med kits and trade. You can give items too, so you don't have to trade. Yeah. So you can just give them the med kits and the food. And oh, let them true. keep shooting. That'd be a fun game to try out and blog or something. Yeah, but it, the problem is you you would have to have the initial conditions where you have access to both ample food, med kits, and police. True, true. But there are other things that act like police too. That's true. The survivors, if you if they're well armed enough, right, are just as efficient. Um. um so. Should we go on to the spoiler section? Uh, is there anything else in there? I wrote I have bad handwriting in my notes. No, I, I yeah, mean I not, think I'm not done. That's, I'm not sure the spoilers are that. Yeah, they're not really that spoiler. If you're playing, if you're gonna play this game now, there's really not that much to know. I mean, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm pretty much spoiler immune myself. All right, let's do this. I, thing. I don't mind them. So, so. Well, I want to, I wrote down my notes of the last game I played because I thought it was fun. Um, my character was Diane Cordell. She's randomly generated. Uh-huh. Uh, she woke up in a subway station on a bench, so I assume she's homeless. Right. Um, she started in a shopping district. So shopping districts are really good because you can get all this stuff. They're basically the power-up district because they're gun shops, they're food shops, they're gas stations. Um she slept the first night in the subway station because it was actually barricaded up. Uh, then in the day one, she searched for guns and food and found them both. So she had like a shotgun and a couple gro- bags of groceries and then ate those groceries and then had none left. <laughs> uh, she built a fort that night in a shop, barricading the front door, uh, woke up, had no food, and then just searched and searched for food for about the whole next day. Um, and then I got the message that Bikers had arrived, which has a wonderful, uh, weird song that, that accompanies it. That's a little, like, little hard rock theme. Pixelated hard rock. And then, uh, yeah, so Bikers arrived. So I left that district knowing that biker, Bikers attack you and zombies without yeah. caring who's who. Kind of Mad Maxi. They'll so just rape and pillage. I, I left that district and went to the next one over and got the message that bikers had arrived. <laughs> and this went on for the next three districts <laughs> I went to. <laughs> At which point I was really starving. Was it so becoming I, night by then? Yeah, it was becoming night and I had no food. So I went back to the first shop district because I had mostly mapped it and figured out some of the remaining shops must have been food stores. Um, so I went back there, went in a food store, found groceries, and as I was about to pick it up, a uh, ran weird-looking dude, which I found out after the fact was a biker, shot me with a gun and <laughs> killed me. <laughs> that That's intense. It was. Those bikers, the first time I saw a biker, that was so frustrating. It's like, I, I'm human too. 
<laughs> for such a simple kind of visual game, it it does uh, evoke some strong emotions <laughs> once you yeah, get into I it. Yeah, I like when everything's going bad, it gets really fun. Yeah, um, when you're being... It basically becomes a run for the district exit. Right. the zombies kind of mob you a little bit. Yeah, when there's... Things start getting bad. That when you get a... There's a zombie called a zombie priest. Zombie priest? Or ma- zombie master. master. Zombie master that can kind of yes. control other zombies, I guess, or direct them. Yeah, I think they group on it or something. Yeah. I'm not sure. What the, whatever mechanic. Of, there are a couple different zombies that get evolved while the game progresses. Yeah, I think I read that each time a zombie... There, there, are, four, there are four classes of zombie. There's the skeletal zombie. There's the master zombie. Um, there's the uh, player zombie, which is when a player gets turned into a zombie. Well, not a player, an, an, a human. human. Uh, maybe that's the only three kinds. Um, There's also the neophyte. Have you run right, into the neophyte? Yes. That looks like the red demon. Yeah. No, that's a next. that's an upgraded human. Oh, really? When a, when a when a zombie kills someone, they they level up. Like oh. maybe not right away, but they get they get you know eventually they'll level up. So neophyte is like level two or level three human. Oh wow! And those are tough. Yeah. They get tough when they level up, which is how the game goes when you're alive. You know, by the time you're alive for a couple of weeks, you'll run into a district that's just like super zombies. Wow. Yeah. And then I guess there are others. I haven't run into them. There are a couple of different things that show up in sewers, like zombie rat kind of things. I heard there's a zombie, a sewer thing. I went I went some hunting. Some kind of sewer boss, but I haven't found it. I went hunting, but I kept dying. Yeah, it's tough down there. And then there's also... Uh, the the main plot, I guess, is to find out what what caused it. There's this there's this mega company called Char. Is it Char? Yes, yeah, C H A R. Char, and they have signs like "Upgrade yourself, human," <laughs> things like that. <laughs> and uh, I guess if you you can figure out the source of the infection or something, I haven't done it, but uh, if you can survive in there, but they'll shoot on site too. Yeah, if you go into that's one of the achievements. There are eight achievements. I think you need to get all eight to like win win the game, I guess. That's what it says now. Um, uh, it's a personal goal. Right. Um and I don't know what all the achievements. Uh, I've survived up to 3 weeks, so I can tell you that each of the first 3 weeks at least is a separate achievement. Uh-huh. Um and breaking into a char facility is an achievement. And another one, what I found interesting, one day, one game, I woke up in a police station. Um, I guess I was being booked. <laughs> yeah. um, and Maybe a witness line? Maybe, I guess. He was, like, been <laughs> a, a suspect, at least. Or, or visiting hours? Yeah. But what's interesting is, you know, it's all commotion. The police are kind of running around. And you can go downstairs to... I thought I was in a bank. It's kind of hard to tell what the buildings are sometimes. Uh, I didn't realize till later it was a police station because I was wandering around these vaulted-looking rooms that had... Uh, I thought they were safes, and they had guns and food and stuff. I was like, oh, sweet. And I kept going down this underground hallway, and I ended up in a jail... Uh, like a, a line of jail cells. And at the very end, there was kind of a story element. The first story element I noticed, there was a char employee who was held in there. He said, oh, I shouldn't be in here. Let me out. And if you let him out, he tells you where the char facility is that you mentioned. Oh, yeah. that's how you do that. 
Yeah, so I guess there's one, and I think you have to get there in a certain time frame, although I'm not sure. Maybe. Interesting That's thing, what I though, read. when you free him, spoiler alert, he instantly mutates into, like, one of the strongest <laughs> mo- zombies. Shocking! And I read he'll track you throughout the game until you <laughs> kill him. That's kind of awesome. But by the time you get to the third week, you've gained, a, like, you know, you have probably most of the skills available. Um, right. Because you get, like, each skill levels up three times. So, you know, once you get, like, th- level three agility and, and level three power or whatever, you, you become pretty hard to kill. You know, you have to be, even if you're just standing there, some of the zombies won't be able to do any damage to you. So. Right. But, you know, there's, you, you won't live against a horde once you run out of shotgun shells. Yeah. It's tough. It's a tough game. I find that you seem to have done better than me. I'm embarrassed. I, I, the problem, here's another thing though. I, I only, I, I played a little bit this weekend, but it kept crashing. Oh, really? So I updated, it was, it seemed to be a common thing. So there was an update, uh, two days ago, which I was finally able to play. I got, I got you in at a bad time. I got you right when the next version came out, and I guess it had a couple crash bugs. A huge, I, I didn't even play the new one until like after that had been released. Oh, okay, yeah, no, that version. Uh, what would apparently would happen is the NPCs um, would cease an item on the ground, try and would they would pick it up, and then I guess decide that they didn't want it and pick something else up, or maybe they would equip different items. So if they had a bat and a gun. They would either, or maybe two, I don't know what kind of weapons. They would equip one thing, but then decide to equip the other. But because it doesn't take any stamina or any turns to do that, it would just loop. It would oh. just be an infinite loop. So that, That's frightening. That was sad. But yeah, I was able to get pretty far with one character who had a lucky start. And I was able to play that over the course of a, t- a couple days. That worked well. But, uh, so you ran into, what are some other events? I ran into army drops, which are a good way to get food and supplies yeah, later around, on. Around, around helicopter drops supplies off. Yeah, the end um, of the I first week. I ran into army guys that didn't shoot me. But aren't there army guys that shoot there you? There are. Like, guys? So like at the end of the first week, I think, you'll start seeing army drops and army squads. But then like I guess by the end of the second week, you'll see black ops. Oh, and Black Ops will shoot you. Yeah, that's instant. They, they, I don't know what kind of gun they have, but it'll kill you pretty quick. Aha. And there's an interesting uh, item called the, uh, some kind of tracker, which apparently can track GPS. It'll track uh, Black Ops for you. Like oh, if there's that's Black nice. Ops around you, you'll see it on the map. Cool. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's mostly the same except for those. Uh, there's gangsters, which are like bikers, only they come with more guns. I see. And they play this weird hip-hop sound, like, pixelated, like, hip-hop. <laughs> uh, probably a little racist, I don't know. Uh, one thing, I mean, like, my favorite thing is when you, like, wander into, like, a huge battle between humans and zombies. Like, either in a shop where you can't really tell what's going on, but you know there's a lot of sounds coming from <laughs> the other end. And you walk over to get it, check it out, and there are, like, five zombies, like, attacking five people over there. That's always exciting. I, uh, I haven't run into that enough. No. no I, they... I ran into a really crazy one in this, like, murder house. 
like covered with blood and zombies coming in the windows and stuff. Oh, that is the other thing. But the, I guess the corpses those don't go away. I don't know if they ever go away. So by the end of after a while, just every place is covered in blood and corpses, like oh, skeletons and bloody tiles. Uh, I was wondering, um, if you thought there like who who would play this game, like could. Would you say this is a game for, you know, people who aren't just roguelike players? Um, if you can get over the interface stuff, yeah. Mm. It, is, I don't know. it is pretty heavy on the uh, unmarked keys. The, key, yeah. the keyboard where you have to just memorize what buttons what. and Right, it's a shame there's no way around that. But I think the hint system helps. And I think people like it, get into it a little more than the average roguelike because... The theme is a little more accessible, I think, than the dungeon crawl. Zombies are very popular these days. And the the RPG elements are pretty much in the background. Like, or stats. if you even notice them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if, you don't even have to pay attention. You have to pay attention to your, like, stamina bar but an HP bar, but that's... Yeah, and you, and you can more or less just randomly pick which skills you get. Yeah, you all fine. end up in the same... I mean, if you if you want to do a certain build... But you don't really need to, because like, the game doesn't get that much harder as time progresses. It's more the difficulty is more based on how much you know and how careful you are. Yeah. So. I I, I really wonder. I I I do find that after I played that long game, I kind of got bored with it a little bit because. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's still in development, so there could be more elements added. I guess. I do know one thing is, I did have a yearning to play. I'm big on the multiplayer, and I thought, oh, this would be fun to, you know, kind of have multiplayer with. But of course, that's never going to happen, because that would be so much work for this one guy. And not work, because it's turn-based. Right, right. Unless you do. There's, like, one... I read old... There are old, uh misc.games.roguelike.discussion or whatever discussions about how to do multiplayer and it's all about weird like time phasing and I mean if you're in different districts it would work but I don't know how fun that is oh that's the other interesting thing is by default they simulate the district's history as you enter it so by like week three it takes like a minute or two to simulate it to a new Dep- district. Depending by how long, how much time passed between the time. Right. Like if you for- if you've never been in the district and you've been playing for like I don't know how many turns, but like a lot of turns, uh, it'll take a while depending on your computer, I guess. There's some one thing I think is cool. There's some positive feedback, so it doesn't get out of control if you're too good or the simulation works out that the humans are winning. Because the zombies do come back at night, mm-hmm. but you can kind of improve the chances of your district. Oh, but but like play. I think that'd be another interesting way to podcast and play this game is if you basically just said, "This is my district. I'm going to keep it safe," and tried to mm. bring stuff in from the outside and fa- fight the zombies that you find there. Yeah, keep it keep it zombie free. Yeah, yeah. Because if you kill the zombies as they enter, they won't get powerful. And, right. Uh, and if you keep it safe from bikers and stuff, too, you could have a really nice, clean district to yourself. That is an interesting idea. Though, of course, as with any game, it just comes down to until you get bored with it. Right. I guess that's a, it's not really a flaw. Yeah. 
Where's your achievement, though? Where's your online achievements to share with your friends, Matt? I know. It's sad. Um, well, I don't know. That's all I have to say. Do you have any other points? How, how would... What, what kind of, like, improvements, glaring improvements were you seeing, you kind of thought, with this? Um, I think the follower system needs to... Well, I mean, I haven't used it, so I, don't even, I shouldn't even say that. No, but I think you're probably right. It seems like that's going to just be frustrating. I know there are... I've seen people complain about issues where, like... Well, so one thing a lot of people say is, why can't you shoot other people, too, if the bikers and stuff can do it? Mm. I think that'd be a good option to add. I have been very angry at some people and just wanted to kill them. Because, like, they take your food and stuff, and maybe you get an achievement if you... Or maybe, I don't know. Maybe they get... Maybe uh, you... Survivors turn... Right, yeah. turn on you. And the bikers like you. You become different factions. Yeah, that'd be cool. Also, playing a zombie? What do you think about that? Would that be... I think it'd be okay. Yeah, maybe not like, as interesting. I don't know. I don't know if it's good if you can like use items and stuff, and if you can't use items, then is there a point? It'd be kind of interesting know. if you were like a zombie priest, and you, yeah, if you were like the zombie master, or something, and, you know? and you had to level up by killing people, and you had to level up your zombies. It'd be yeah, a little be more cool. RTS, I guess. But yeah, and you could like tell them to to hoard on different guys and stuff, and like you you, I guess you you kind of. Tell, you could tell them to explore the district, and I don't know how they communicate with you, but maybe you could send scouts around, and if you don't hear back from certain people, I guess there'd have to be a different interface for the map, but... Yeah, but it can be cool. Yeah, I think that I think that's a place it could uh, improve, but apart from that, it's a pretty, it's a pretty solid game for a random French dev. And you hear me disparage the French there? Ah... <sighs> oh. I, we're, um, we're both Americans, like yeah, our freedom, freedom fries. Um, the yeah, I like it. I think it can. Uh, I'm I'm really excited to see it as it keeps uh, being developed. Do you think it'll flame out and uh, go to development hell? No, I mean it's almost done, right? I mean I don't know if it's almost done, but it's far enough along that the game's there. It doesn't crash anymore, yeah. so that's good. Yeah, I think it's good. All right, yeah. So check it out. Uh, we'll post a link uh, on Kinda Pretty All Right. Hey, I think we should yeah. uh, play around a little bit, like maybe maybe um, before we post this and try and get some uh, funny screenshots. Oh or yeah, some, we'll definitely do some, that. We'll we'll put, we'll put up some of our favorite favorite screenshots. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, we'll be next week on Pretty Gamecast. We're going to talk about the game Hero Core, which is a Metroidvania kind of. I hear that's like Cave Story. Yes. You, you, these are all these genres I know nothing about, so... Well, neither of us have played HeroCore, so I'm excited about that. And so, tune in. Bye. Bye. Bye.